0: Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day. And we have the power to make a difference today.
1: So let's do this. A new day, brand new day. Make it better than
0: yesterday. You can always Find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day. Make it better than yesterday. You can always find
2: a way to start over again. When the sun rises, you can start over again. A new day You can make it better than yesterday A new day It's a new day new day There's a way You can turn it around Trust me There's a way out There's more time Just don't give up When the sun rises A new day You got another chance yeah, A new day A new day You got
0: another chance to join the conversation, you can hashtag Marcia's Plate. You can follow us on most social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marcia's Plate. M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. Hey. Hey. So the apparently there's something going on with some basketball player now you know i don't follow no kind of sports but
2: <laughs> but
0: um, it's taking okay. over twitter there is a a girl name i guess is it angela
1: oh you're talking about lsu and um yeah iowa and the white yeah. girl did the thing with her hands and nobody said boo and then the black girl did the thing with her hands.
2: yes
1: like, oh you're so inappropriate and uncouth and you know unprofessional and God, 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 God. no sportsmanship
0: bullshit. no
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. is
0: so funny to me <laughs> mm-hmm. not surprising not surprising it's kind of surprising but to me it be, the ridiculousness of it is kind of surprising to me
1: i don't know i you know i used to play soccer you know i was pretty uh, that was my thing i played mm-hmm. kind of competitively and how they react to in women's sports, girls' sports, yeah. It's two different reactions. Two different reactions. That's why I'm saying I'm not surprised by
0: like how people are coming down on her. It's cause I had seen a clip. I didn't watch the whole thing because I'm not into sports. So I kind of ign- I kind of ignore some stuff that I just that I see. So yeah. yeah. But there was a clip where somebody got pushed or hit. Not in uh-huh. this game. I don't think it's this game, but I'm not like I said, I'm I don't think it was this, but there was some some clip that I watched That the you know how at the end of the girls sports or guys sports. I don't know if this happens on you're all like, I
1: don't sports. watch sports, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't
0: know. But you know how they walk past each other and kind of clap hands the whole team. Oh uh, you
1: supposed to yeah, you're supposed
0: to yeah, do mm-hmm. what I don't know if it's mm-hmm. clap hands or shake yeah, hands, just, hands or whatever, yeah, but they're in a you, line yeah. and crossing yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the video clip was them doing that and i guess one of the girls popped off on the other team one of the other team one of the players and in the comments it was saying oh she just did that because she knew this was her last game so i thought when i first heard when i first started seeing the rumblings of these women team i thought it was about that when they were talking about sportsmanship sportsmanship because yeah, you hit yeah. somebody, then then it's like, okay, yeah. I see why they're going off. But when I when I was like, oh, well, maybe let me watch this clip so I can see what everybody's talking about. Yeah. And I see it was about this, it wasn't even about the clip that I saw. It's yeah, a whole it was about, other game yeah. Yeah. with this girl doing the little hand gestures I was like, this is the dumbest shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is that what I thought yeah. that this
2: was gonna yeah. be.
0: I thought shit-talking was a part of the sporting vibe. Not if you black. If you black. Don't be well, black. the dudes, don't,
1: the black dudes, they do that. Don't be black. Well, this is girl sports, though. This is women's basketball. Mm. That's a part of it, too, about respectability and how women should be and all that bullshit about, you know, being ladylike type bullshit. is like an element in there. And, you know. By default, she's black and she's athletic, so she's already not ladylike according to them anyway. So that's already- But isn't
0: that all of them? <laughs> like if you're playing not, sports, you're not being no. ladylike.
1: No, not to not to the me, the mainstream media. Like we know that.
0: This is so ridiculous. <laughs>
1: it's extra. I'm like, really? Yo, the vice presidents, I mean the president, man, that's what I called, Joe Biden the vice president. Um, president Biden's wife, Jill, Dr. Jill, wants to invite LSU, in Iowa to the white, it's like, no, there's nothing to talk about.
2: Like, because
0: of this, yeah, child. yeah, yep, yeah. 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 yeah, that yeah. is so crazy to me. I'm like, this is the craziest shit I that have ever child. seen in yeah. my life. Massage exactly. noir is gonna do what massage noir it's is gonna, gonna do. do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that lady, that quote unquote lady like, is definitely still a thing. You know what I mean? That's always going to, regardless of his sports, it's going to be a thing, too. So it's like, all of it. Yeah. yeah I feel
0: <laughs> Yeah, I just, I was like, this is the most, this is the strangest conversation that I've seen online in a very long time.
1: Yeah, it was one looking for a problem that wasn't there. <laughs> but I love how
0: she's responding to it. I love, she is like, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She just yeah. said all kinds of like, and even people coming to her defense is cute. It's like, okay, I like this. I like what's going on yeah. here. She's,
1: she's standing in her shit. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, she did the same shit the white girl did. So it's not even, yeah. it's like, what are y'all? But you know, yeah. that lands differently. It lands a little softer because the white player, when the white player does it, it lands a little more gently.
2: More gently. You know? You know uh-huh. And yeah. you know,
1: it's not, it, but the black girl does it, it's aggressive.
2: Right? It's aggressive.
0: I think I told this story years ago. Basically, this photographer took some pictures of me. I was an escort and he took some pictures mm-hmm. of me and you know, they were supposed to be for my sex worker ads. When it was time for me to get my pictures, he just was procrastinating. And I called and left a message like, hey, um you know you told me he was gonna have them by this day and this is like a week later so it's not like i'm like Uh, on the first day you said yeah you know, right (laughs) like i i waited a week just to give him some more time and i'm Mm -hmm. and i sent him a message and i I sent him a voicemail and even in the voicemail i'm not like going off or cussing or anything not even a stern voice just kind of just talking and he was like um and i say hey let me know what's going on like it's you know it's been a week since the time you told me that you would have them ready, and I'm trying to travel right. and I need my pictures, and da 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 da. I paid you for them, and <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, what's, yeah, going, like, on? what's going on? Right. Like, what's right. up? And he calls me and says, Oh, I was wondering when the black girl was going to show up. Oh, well, see? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? Like, I'm like in my early 20s and uh, to, in my brain, I'm like, what? Like, what are you, what the fuck
2: are you talking about?
0: When did the the black girl showed up when I came? Like, it, it's two <laughs> that, things that's happening right. here. <laughs> Yeah, you are assuming yep. that whatever I said in this voicemail, the black girl showed up. So whatever happened in his voicemail ringed in your brain that I'm being black. I don't know what that means, but sapphire,
1: sapphire, sapphire, the, right, the sapphire that, stereotype.
0: But yep. also it implies that I came in as something else, as if I was doing something different, like, like I came in cold switching. I don't cold switch <laughs> so well. Yeah. I came in as the black girl that I am. So I didn't I didn't switch up on you. I didn't come in like, oh, I'm gonna be the nicest white, little white, acting black right. girl. No, that never what I did at all. I came in, I came ready, I came to take the pictures, I went home. Right. <laughs> and so it was really strange for him to say I could I I was waiting for the black girl to come out. And I was like, What? Them chokes, you know, the Jezebel. <laughs> you know the sapphire and the mammy;
1: those are the tropes you know so yeah
0: i didn't understand it. it i had never experienced it before that i experienced it a couple of times after that but that was yeah. the first time that it was so direct and my homegirl mm. was like see i told you i told you because she had warned me about his kind of mm. indirect racism she was like oh if you work with him he's he kind of has this weird thing about race and i was like Mm -hmm. oh what is what does that mean she was like it's not like oh he's calling you some kind of n-word or nothing but he makes these little comments that is like hmm that's kind of racist buddy (laughs) 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 and i was like i can't i was like that's in my brain to her i'm like Oh, that's because you be friendly with these motherfuckers. That's cuz you be trying to because to me I always thought of her as like a you know, one of them kind of black girls that uh, what is it? That kind of cater to to being <laughs> in the in, in that crowd. Yeah, spin it out, Diamond. Spit it out. Spit it out. Spin it out. <laughs> you try Those to walk around like that. Yeah, want you, to try to, be you try to walk around in that crowd. I'm trying <laughs> to be nice about it. But Skirting you know, around. I felt like yeah. she wanna be one of them. So they do yeah. that to you because yeah. you you know, you 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 be you trying to be friends with them. I'm not trying to be friends with them. I'm trying to get you to take my pictures and go home. So mm-hmm. when I come in the room. I'm not <laughs> kikiing. Key <laughs> right, I'm, not, get in and I'm get just out. here's, here's, here's my well, here's my money. Um yeah. you know it, well the deposit here's a deposit, and once everything's done and da da da, we take pictures and go home. Yeah. So I was like it's I don't see me being sitting around having tons of conversation where there should be some kind of racial stuff that comes. Well, around.
1: well, if you're not having the conversation, then you must be the sapphire. And you must have an attitude because you're a black woman and you're not smiling why aren't you smiling why aren't you friendly why aren't you you know
0: <laughs> yeah i i didn't yeah. i didn't get yeah. i definitely wasn't i wasn't unfriendly i just i just came into work like i came in yeah. to get good pictures so i was
2: yeah.
0: smi- and and i'm and it was for sex work pictures so i of course i'm smiling and trying to be sexy and mm, and da 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 da. but I don't know, I just felt like I, that was my first time where I was like, oh, did y'all motherfuckers be racist for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. you know, usually when people's racism, prior, mind you, I'm in my early 20s and right, usually right, when right. people's racism will come out in my younger years, it was. You know, when you got a white person mad and they call you the N word just because they mad. <laughs> oh You know, where Damn. it's like you trigger it, it didn't seem like it was as nonchalant, <laughs> it seemed like it was something that was un- all- yeah, under always yeah, under the surface, things. but you got to uh. trigger it, okay. okay. And so, when I got older, I learned those kind of nuances of racism mm. where it ain't just mm. you know, what I'm saying race. When I was a kid, racism was you know, clans member than people who have the um, confederate flags, right. you know, that right. kind of thing. I didn't I hadn't conceptualized the kind of liberal racism, mm-hmm. you know, the liberal mm-hmm. racism that is, mm-hmm. you know, like gay white men, um, um, white queer people, not just not just the men, but white queer people, or um, non black minorities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those pocs that are not black non-black pocs how racism can be in them really really yeah. hard i and hadn't conceptualized people those yeah. people i had still had the rose colored glasses of mm-hmm. if they're a minority then they kind of are going to understand if they're a liberal then they're kind of going to understand uh, if see. they're from up north and you know they from the South, so they should have an understanding. We don't do that up here. That Mm kind of rose colored Mm -hmm. glasses. It wasn't, you know, of course, adulthood stops you from that kind of protection that your childhood gave you. (laughs) And so I started to Ah, learn of the nuances of racism that I didn't learn when I was a kid. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I started to learn about the coons, you know, the races, the anti-blackness within black people <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. in my early twenties is when I started to really, really see those. <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you start true. seeing it?
1: Oh, when I was a kid. I was a kid. Um, the, this girl in my—I was in Girl Scouts, and then I quickly was not in Girl Scouts.
2: Mm-hmm. And she—I
1: think she said something like, um, "Call me some kind of black." Grease, monkey, darky, something some, some real wild. And mm-hmm. I was like, but your dad is black. You know,
2: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like,
1: what? And she was mixed, right? Her mom was white and her dad was black.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And she was like, well, I'm not the same color as him. I said this, but I love being black. You know what, because I, I, cause I had this reinforcement at the crib and church and stuff. So it was like my preschool was super, you know, like black affirming, you know what I mean? There's all different skin tones, whatever. So it was kind of like prep you for the world it's racist and milwaukee's very very racist so yeah since i was a kid that was like i remember second grade somebody called me the n-word on the playground and the substitute teacher told me to ignore it and i was like well i'm gonna have to call my mom she told me to call in emergencies because she was a teacher and i picked up she was like don't you can't use the phone i was like well you could tell her that picked up the damn phone was like five because it was all connected hey mom such and such called me the N-word on the playground and the substitute teacher told me to ignore it. And she was like, let me talk to the teacher. <laughs> let me talk to the <laughs> teacher. Teacher said, I'm sorry I told you to ignore it. Can you go, you know, grab a seat? I'm sorry. Da-da-da. Being a dark-skinned black girl, it was like I, you're criminalized. Any like Anything you do, if it's too, quote-unquote, aggressive.
2: Mm.
0: Like
1: since childhood. That makes you know? total sense. And the adulting and all that kind of stuff that they
0: do. I remember some things i didn't they i would read them as like some anti-black racism now mm, but mm-hmm. you're making me think of things the what you just said so i remember this girl named christina she looked like um because you just sparked the memory when you was talking mm-hmm. about the mixed girl there was this girl named christina she was portuguese mm she and her group of people were making fun of the fact that i only spoke one language
1: oh okay huh
0: like that was her way of saying you can't even speak she was basically saying you can't even speak two languages like we God. all speak like it was just a bunch of people that was around she was like we all speak two. we all speak two languages you only speak english and she was using that as a thing to separate me from mm-hmm. the rest of the people while talking about my accent. <laughs> oh wow! Because I was, you know, to them, because this was in uh, Boston. To them, I was. Oh country. yeah. To
2: yeah, them, I okay. was country,
0: and okay. Yeah, I remember her saying that. I remember, that and was wild. I guess it was. I don't say. It definitely anti-black I don't know if it was anti-black but I, it felt like it it felt like I mean
1: was it? I mean because there's a lot of ways that you know people are anti-black that's about you know you already know it sounds like it was anti she wasn't saying English. it
0: to the white girls who only spoke English
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying you just, you're just you a regular schmegler negro and you don't only speak one language that's what she was saying to
0: you yeah because she definitely wasn't like using me. that talking point against the The white girls who were playing and who were in Mm -hmm. the space with us, Mm -hmm. she was Mm -hmm. using that against me because it definitely was white people in the in the kid group that only spoke English. But the Mm -hmm. non-white, non-black people, it was her clique that she was saying, we all speak. multiple. I see. I see. I felt ostracized, but I I couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't tell. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't understand how me speaking one language was a negative because everywhere I had lived up to that point, I didn't come across people who spoke other languages. That wasn't right. a norm. I was in fucking Indiana. Right. <laughs> so in Indiana, most <laughs> motherfuckers speak English, and that's what it is. Right, right. But yeah. when you get on the East Coast, you run across more people who speak who are bilingual or multilingual. Yeah. And so that was the first time that I had came across it. I didn't even know what Portuguese. This is like literally the first Portuguese person that I ever have ever. How old?
1: How old were you? About
0: um or what grade? Yeah. This is like fourth grade. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I didn't understand why it was a read, but I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Uh, I was already by that point i was already this i was used to being like the outcast i was used to being on so mm-hmm. many levels on the feminine gay boy level the nerdy level the um into you know nerdy as in into science and into you know mm-hmm. music into shit like that so mm-hmm. i was by, by the time i was in third and fourth grade child yeah, I'm a loner is who I'm gonna be, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't really need nobody damn approval. So being on the outside was quite normal, quite normal. And so her trying to make me feel like that. And yeah. then I thought she was strange looking. <laughs> because you know, she looks she literally looked like um Mariah Carey when she first came out.
1: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know,
0: curly, ready, yeah, yeah, yeah. big hair. Mm-hmm. Um, And to me, that was a
1: that was different.
0: In a negative way to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody else mm-hmm. might think you look cute, but it's not to yeah. me. I think you look weird. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I was, they was the, you know, of course, the boys is Kissing her ass. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, you know because sure. she's yeah, light uh-huh. skin with curly hair and da da da. Yeah, but girl, that don't impress me. Girl, you look right. right. <laughs> me, you look weird. <laughs> to me, she did. She looked weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but oh, yeah. Um, sounds like but was, I just didn't know.
1: I, it Sounds like racism. Sounds like similar to the girl that I was in the Girl Scout troop with.
0: You yeah, know, yeah, I just, just like, couldn't tell if it she's was like huh? what it was I didn't <laughs> I just thought it was just a stupid girl be trying to be funny the, <laughs> the,
1: girl, the girl who said that to me
2: looks mm-hmm. similarly
1: right she's like similar you know the long hair very light mm-hmm. very you know I don't know if she could pass she couldn't pass as white but you know but the Mariah Carey kind of
0: mm. gotcha
1: similar skin tone
0: strange very very strange anyway um let let us know audience when um did that the race thing started to pop up in your life like when the nuances of races like it's pretty early in our life that we learned that you know we are black and that is a negative thing but those kind of nuances that you don't really think about when did yeah. that start coming up in your life? At what age were you? Hashtag yeah. Marsha's Play.
1: Hashtag Marsha's
2: Play.
1: Oh my God! I want to thank all of our
0: new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you!
2: Yay, yay, yay,
0: yay! So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know. I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the pulse of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Recently, there was this kind of hoopla about Jason Lee. Do you know who Jason Lee is? Nope. So Jason, Jason Lee is kind of, I don't know. Jason Lee is kind of positioning himself to me to be like the new Wendy Williams, maybe? Oh, okay. I know that might be shocking to say when I think of people who do celebrity interviews that can kind of get messy. Okay. uh, Previous when she was on her game, it would be Wendy Williams. Like Wendy would always be, I will want her to get the celebrity interview because I know she ain't scared to get messy. She ain't scared to ask the hard questions. She ain't scared to you know go there with them and so Mm -hmm. i feel like that about jason lee jason lee you know wendy is gone now so jason lee seems like the the new person that i would be able to get the messy tea from so is he on where is he he has his own little show he has like he had hollywood on lock and then he has a show on revolt now where he does you know celebrity interviews so anyway because he's trying to get popular he even more popular than what he already is he he's been going on other people's shows like other people's um he's like on a tour i don't know if it's a tour but on a where i just has been seeing him being interviewed by other people he was on drink chance he was on blah 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 but anyway recently he did an interview he was on in doing an interview with somebody and he started talking about how he had basically a crush on this basketball player. And uh, he says, like, he's trying to, he was like, Ooh, I'm trying to manifest this basketball player, this basketball player or whatever. And then he says, when he meets the basketball player in person, the basketball player was like, yo, I love that you gay. It's all, that's all cool, but I ain't gay. So like, Chill out, bro. <laughs> in a and not in a threatening way, just kind of in a fun way, like you know, it's cool okay. you gay or whatever. Blah, blah blah blah.
2: Okay.
0: But the public, because it, the video has went kind of viral, the public response to it was that him shooting his shot to a straight man was disrespectful. Him shooting his shot or um because the way it was is he had been, he had posted his picture said something, like saying something attractive to him before, not to him, but about him before. Then he had um, said, right. And when he comes into the party where he meets the basketball player,
2: mm-hmm. it
0: wasn't like, he says, damn, what's up? Finally get to meet you. No, he just came in mm-hmm. and, the, and the basketball player went directly and said, hey, i ain't gay <laughs> he didn't even shoot his shot for real for real right
1: right right <laughs> but anyway, those, right, right. <laughs> right. but anyway right right
0: right but the the consensus in like the comments you seen the straight boys like oh this is disrespectful and blah 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 and why would you try to talk to a straight man and you know he's not gay and da, 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 da. so it was pissing me off <laughs> yeah it's like he even He didn't even do nothing. Yes. I was like, it'll be different if you said, yo, he shot a shot, you said no. And then he continued to try to shoot a shot every time I see you. That's a whole different, that is disrespectful. I think that is, but you didn't, he didn't even shoot a shot. Like, nigga, get out of here. But also, which is the subject that I actually want to (laughs) discuss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as a queer person, have been many people's first Mm. i have not oh so i you know there has been people in my life i either worked hard to turn them out (laughs) or they came to me because whatever vibe i was giving off was like attractive to them and so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been in many experiences where I'm somebody's first. And so I wanted to talk about that because I don't understand why uh, straight people think that (laughs) their sexuality isn't as fluid as it is. Yes. Even with gay people, there are some gay people who, who feel like, Ooh, they're gay all their life, but there might be one or two people of the opposite sex that they might like. It may happen. Um, Or straight people might meet somebody of the same sex that they just might like, you just never know. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you never know until you shoot your shot. As a queer person, you don't know who is willing and who is not willing. So you have to actually shoot your shot to figure it out. Mm-hmm. so many times one thing that i learned as a as a teenager <laughs> mm-hmm. is that sometime mm-hmm. me planting the seed by mm-hmm. shooting my shot will get me the chance to have somebody <laughs> just me yeah, yeah, saying yeah, yeah. yeah get putting the idea out there Yeah, yeah yeah making them think about it mm-hmm. and so I guess my question to you, which you mm-hmm. kind of just answered um, is how did you, how did you experience it? But you saying you haven't experienced it. No,
1: I have, I have, I have. Oh, I you just haven't, said
0: it, not a lot.
2: lot. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not a lot. That
2: makes sense. <laughs> um, uh,
1: Before I transitioned, I didn't date any straight people. I was like, no, nope, I just see, I saw a lot of folks I knew in relationships with straight women, mostly cis, actually all straight, cis straight women. And I saw a lot of folks just run up into into some shit, whether it was like them trying to figure out their shit themselves, or I've seen situations where, you know, particularly more studly folks would be with somebody who was like, you gonna take care of all my shit, and I'm gonna run you ragged (laughs) to take care of me and everything, (laughs) right. And I was like, that's a lot going on. Or you also had situations where you know, because like cis straight men and sex and with them, apparently, they don't know what they do. They just there for themselves most of the time. So oftentimes, when a cis straight woman gets with a lesbian, or a, you know, queer person who is AFAB, they're like, what is what I get to get off to? Oh, my God, you care about me having a good time with sex? And they get a little excited want to have sex a lot. But if there's somebody in the background, now you might be you know, having somebody come for your neck, right? So that's the kind of stuff I would see. So I was like, that just seems like a lot of work. So that's why I didn't people before I transitioned, because I was like, no, I I'm just going to mess with other queer people. You know, I came out kind of young. You know, I already had a lot of shit going on. I was like, I don't need no extra stress around whatever. I still got worried about my mama being mad about, like, somebody seeing me without lipstick and makeup and shit, right? So, like, I just was like, I'm good. But... Since I transitioned medically and socially, I have dated a straight person. And it was interesting, you know, because you know, we rated to things like, oh, you go to the gay bar and you're attracted to dudes. That's weird. How you gonna go somewhere where you could potentially be fucking somebody else? And it's like, whoa, 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 time out. Cause I'm used to being around dating other queer people. we like, Everybody potentially could be fucking somebody else. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I know that's You know right. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, and like most, you know, most queer people, not all, and increasingly more people have children, but most folks don't have kids. So like, you got the freedom to be a whole ass adult and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna crash on your couch or whatever the fuck. You know, folks can do more things when you don't have a responsibility of like a minor. So you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So like, it just was like. It was like two different worlds kind of colliding, kind of thing. Mm. It, kind of, you know what I'm saying? And so What do
2: you think
0: as, What do you mm? think are some of the things that if if you were there first, what do you think I was there first. So what what led <laughs> them to cross the line? What was the thing? What was it? Not uh, more than just, oh, it was just me. <laughs> what 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 well just, you know you, you
1: know i just was like hey you know
0: when when they explained <laughs> it to you what was the what do you think the mm. caveat or the spark was what was it
1: well i think we were friends for a long we were friends for a minute and actually they thought i was gay like gay gay like dude gay and i was like they thought you was a gay boy they thought i was a gay boy but mm-hmm. we were like you know but a lot of people are like are y'all fucking? <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying. We'd be like, "Oh no, nah, we're not fucking," you know. And so, we anyway doesn't matter. Long t- long story short, she was like, "Oh, you're attracted to women," and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> like why? What? what? Yeah, of course. Like, what are you talking about?" And that changed the game because then it was like, "Oh, so what's up?" Bit, bit, and that mm-hmm. that's what led to that, you know. So um, so that also was interesting, right? Because it was like, you knew I was trans, you you also thought I was, like, gay boy. And then you were like, oh, no, you're not gay boy. Oh, cute. Let's talk, you know? So, you know, let's <laughs> dance a little bit, you know? Uh, but then, like I said, like, you know, a lot of cis straight women are used to trash ass sex. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it will be, like, mind blown, You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they're having sex where the other person actually cares about them getting off, right? or is like more intimate and sensual and things like that. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what led to that It was like, it was just, a, it was very interesting because she definitely thought I was, we were, uh, I think we might have been around the Pride Festival or something, and it was a trans woman, trans sister walk in or something. I was like, you know, hey, it was good. She was like, you were trans to women? And i was like uh yeah <laughs> what are you talking about
2: <laughs> <laughs> Duh.
1: yeah you know but also you know me and my preconceived you know some of the things that i thought would be an issue were not an issue um or you know i was surprised that it kind of happened very um organically because you know she knew i was queer and i was in a lot of queer spaces with her you know what i'm saying and other people so it's um so it was actually pretty chill but again, I ran into a situation where she had a lot of expectations that are considered kind of normal for cis straight people <laughs> that I think are problematic. Mm-hmm. Like, cis have patriarchy, weirdness, yeah. and stuff around control, and stuff around, like, kind of like, you know, uh, not, con- well, not not just control, but what is it, like, ownership? Or, you know, all, yeah. you know and I would ask my sisters.
0: Being possessive. And
1: they'd, possessive. And they would be like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Mm. And I'll be like, is this rom-com? I feel like this is shit off of TV, the type of <laughs> bullshit. Because I wasn't used to that because I only dated, prior to that, I've only been in relationships and dated other queer people, right? Um, who have been like, I am queer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I am not in straight people world. So it was my first time kind of experiencing those expectations and those dynamics and having to kind of navigate that. Now, some people are, that's their, their jam. That is not my jam. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't my jam. I'm like, oh, i want an egalitarian relationship where we both get off hey, and friends and things. You know, she's like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? She, was, What the hell? You, this would dissertate. What, you want to write a paper on me? You know, like, who the fuck? So she was not, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that was my, that was my kind of, all my experience prior to that. So, um, but it, you know, it was what it was and it worked you know, it was chill for what it was um let me that's why i avoided it (laughs) (laughs) that's one of the reasons yeah
0: i remember for me it was it has been various things that i have seen that made somebody cross the line because there's there's some people that you kind of you you have to the door isn't just open it's like oh you're in this space with them and i'm speaking from when i was younger like when i'm in high school and or college and so you're in this space this social space that that you know that an adult wouldn't normally be but i guess the equivalent would be like you going to work um you're Mm. in this space where y'all work together y'all in school together and so Mm. in normal circumstances they could choose to not be around you but because Mm. you are this and especially especially me as a trans woman another element of we're talking about queer and when i say queer i'm not just meaning just gay like boy on boy girl on girl queer when you bring in the trans element that is a different element that people don't um consider as well because there is a difference between a dude messing a straight man messing around with me compared to a straight man messing around with just a regular gay
1: boy. A cis dude. Yeah. A cis yeah.
0: dude. It, yeah. Cause I I've been in situations where um a dude will be like, you know, I never been in a situation with somebody like you. Like when I see gay boys, I just be like, oh, they're gay and just kind of going about my business. But you, you got the look that I like. So that throws mm-hmm. it off. That throws mm. me off in the sense of, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm attracted to because I'm supposed to vis- visually, you're giving me what I'm supposed to be quote unquote attracted to. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to mm-hmm. just see you sitting in the rooms in the classroom, see okay. see you yeah. walking across campus, and it and he and I remember this dude told me he was like, and people wouldn't let wouldn't let us forget you Excuse like wouldn't me. Oh. let me forget you in the sense of when you walk in a space everybody is responding to you whether it be negative mm. or positive yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you are the only trans person on this campus right even if i want to ignore you my mm-hmm. homeboy is going to tap me on the shoulder and say look at this motherfucker. Right. <laughs> right. even if i right. want to ignore your existence this nigga is going to remind me that you're in the space, even if he's right. saying something negative. So if, right. if I'm attracted to you, I can still look <laughs> and see. Yeah, mm-hmm. dog. I, and I can even respond. Yeah, dog, you know, whatever. <laughs> They'll just go through. The, he was just explaining how even if I wanted to um, ignore you, I couldn't ignore I couldn't. you. And so mm-hmm. that this is how him explained it to me how why he wanted why it got how it got to the point where he wanted to mess around with me. Um, uh-huh. and he was like, I just I would just he was like when I first met you, was like, Oh wow, then I didn't know you were trans. And then somebody told me that you were uh-huh. trans. Um, uh-huh. and then I gotta reconcile that, and then you know, uh-huh. everybody's talking about it and blah 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 blah. And he yeah. was like then one night we were at the we in at Jackson State There's this thing called the Plaza where everybody uh-huh. was out talking um, mm-hmm. just this kind of open area. Mm-hmm. And he was out there one night
2: mm-hmm.
0: and whatever the girl that he was trying to talk to was out there talking to me. And so for him to try to shoot his shot to her, he got to wow. be in the vicinity of me more than what he normally would be. Mm-hmm. Like normally, if I came in a space, he him as a, his homeboy would walk off or wouldn't come and sit down, but because she was over there, he came over there and was talking to her. but yeah. also, you know, I got a little swag, honey. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I got a little swag, swag so and yeah. and especially yeah. and I don't wanna say anybody can have some swag, but you know sometimes your swag is just magnetic to motherfuckers. And he right. says him sitting there talking to us together. I just had a swag about me that that <laughs> that he couldn't right. that he had never experienced in a sense of he didn't get a chance to see my swag. And so mm-hmm. that turned him on. So every time he would see me, what's up, what's up, DD? Well, he would speak. He had never spoke to me before that. He would speak. And then then one night, he catch me. I was standing outside of my dorm and by myself. And he was walking out. And he was like, let me shoot my shot. Ain't nobody around. Let me shoot my shot.
2: And so, yeah.
0: So it led to us messing around. So that was one incident. Uh Then it was another incident that the dude was like, so, my transness used to shake up the school. It <laughs> just, just used to I shake bet. shit up. It just was crazy. And so one time, just because college is just a fucking high school, just an older high school, somebody came up with the wise, jovial idea to create a fake list of people that I had messed around with oh wow print it off with big old font and pass it around
1: oh that's the next level that's the next level
0: yeah so there were some people's name on the list that first of all i would never mess with them ever (laughs) that's number one but there also was some people on the list that i had messed with (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there were some people on the list that i wanted to mess with <laughs> <laughs> that but i hadn't messed with and so there were just mm-hmm. all kinds of random stuff that i'm like that's Ooh. a lot of
1: yeah, it, yeah. like wow yeah.
0: but it, yeah. it created this on bu- on campus buzz i bet it did this buzz that's was,
1: that's some like say by the bell type like Like high school, like some high school movie type shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, because it's creating this buzz, there's some negative that is coming my way. Because, right, where does this come from? Like, did I tell people this? Did I? But it didn't come from me at all, none of it, right? Somebody was it's just it was like a prank, it was just somebody being childish doing it. Mm -hmm. And so, that was like my freshman year. So there was one dude on the list who because he was a he was one of the star football players because he was on the list it made his his was one of the names that everybody was talking about like it was just a big old thing and it didn't grow into anything negative like because me and him had never talked to each other, never spoke to each other, never dealt with each mm-hmm. other at all. Mm-hmm. Never. Uh, I don't think I ever would have had him had not been for this list. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> wait. Um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> let me show you how I got there. <laughs> so because of who he was like a That's star man. player, like he went on yeah. to be like a big player too. Yeah. I don't think I. I think because of where his career was going, that he wouldn't have he he wouldn't have risked it. Do you see? Even if he had thought about it, or I don't know. Okay. At the time, I, I don't think it was. I don't think he would have risked it, but yeah. because the list happened, it was all and had spread so widely and negatively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to our junior year that was such an old rumor mm-hmm. that he had to live through. So one night I'm coming from somewhere. He's coming from somewhere. We buy ourselves and we have a moment <laughs> of like looking at each other, like, and okay, <laughs> how our rooms were set up at Jackson state, like, you our room whatever our room numbers was that was our phone numbers so you could always get somebody's oh, okay. number okay like okay. say you could always call somebody so like mm-hmm. if you knew they were in 202 all you had to do was add like i'm um, no, and mississippi mississippi hmm. had the same area called the whole state so it's 601. <laughs> <laughs> damn 601 so it wasn't like a bunch of area yeah. codes now i think yeah. it has two um 662 I, but um but at the time it was all 601 mm. and so you it would be 601 969 and whatever at a zero and whatever room number you were so okay. if okay. i was in 202 it would be 601 969 0202 so okay, you could get you. anybody number like that because all the numbers are like that. So yeah, yeah. he saw me walk past and go into the room because he was leaving because he lived in the football dorm. So he was coming out of the dorm that I was in. And so he sees me and they always put me right by a door, like on the first floor, because just for safety reason, because I was a trans girl in the boys dorm. OK, they okay. didn't put me up above. They put, always put me on the first floor just for safety there. That's their way of keeping me safe child could right. and right. so he sees me go in that room and he calls and his logic was i already got the heat about messing around with you
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> they already claimed that I messed around oh, with shit. You. you know right exactly
1: so yeah, yeah. If
0: this is my to chance to go ahead and do it now this is three years later that happened my, my freshman wow. year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then three years that his first year too. Um, um, three years later, junior year, yeah, he like, shit, I might as well do it. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if this is the moment, I might as well fuck around and do it. Now, you know, that's how it sparked. And apparently that's interesting. Yeah. I, I was his first time and we talked we years later cuz he he lives here in the, this city he's not from here but he live in the city now um okay. and we talked years later he got wife and kid and everything and mm-hmm. we we talked years later he was like that the, literally the fact that it was that night the perfect time and that shit had happened in
2: February, you had he the heat. Says, yeah.
0: He was like, You was looking so good that day, because I was looking fire as a motherfucker that day. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I was looking so fine. I felt so beautiful that day. And so he seen uh-huh. me come around the corner into the boy's door because imagine them putting me mm-hmm. in a boy's door. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming in fly. And he says, Just how you looked that day, the fact mm-hmm. that it that list had happened our freshman year. So so even if a rumor has started, again it wouldn't be. But it would be. Uh, that's old news. <laughs> exactly. I see. I see. I see. I yeah. see. we already been there, done that. We already yeah, been there, done shit. that. Okay. He was like, I've already okay. dealt with the sh- whatever shame that could come with the conversation because people was believing that fucking stupid list. And I, I was like, you, bro, I got didn't got make you. that list. <laughs> I was telling him I didn't make that list.
2: But we can right,
0: confirm right. you on the list, though. Let's go. <laughs> and so it will be a situation like that. It'll be a situation where mm-hmm. just because I'm in the space and they didn't think about mm-hmm. it. Or I remember um, my homeboy in high school, um, I made a little slick ass comment about sucking his dick. Oh. just like a slick ass comment nothing yeah, yeah. nothing um just, i can't remember what, oh they have put us in um it was my psychology class and they have put us in these groups and um, it was two girls and two boys based on the um you know the yeah, the teacher yeah. and i was one of the boys and then another uh this, this straight boy and then these two cis girls and so yeah. the, the assignment was we're supposed to figure out how, what we're going to do on this deserted Island and who was going to do this, who was going to do that. That, this is the, this is, we're supposed to talk it out. And so uh-huh. when they get to our group, we get to talking about now this dude on our group is high as Cuda Brown, just high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can, tell <laughs> He's been smoking. I can, I can just tell. And so, yeah. He get to our group and the people we get to talking about who who is gonna cook, who is gonna grow, how we gonna grow the food, just different stuff. How yeah. we would be on this desert yeah. island, and he says, "So who gonna be giving me some pussy?" Now this oh. is in our psychology class, so my teacher is this white man. Now we go to a hood school, so. Mm-hmm. our teachers sometimes be getting beat up. So you can't, so the teachers can't be
1: <laughs>
0: you can't get can't too, to do too
1: much. you can't get yeah, too, too, too with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah. so this is one of the moments where a hood dude is saying something inappropriate in a class and the teacher is white. And so he checks the boy like uh-uh, da-da-da-da-da to let him know that don't stop. <laughs> but once he says it the the class responds and yeah. the dude is like and the and the girls is like i i, I ain't giving you nothing and that uh you know they're responding in this kind yeah. of I, I, yeah. not me in that kind of way mm. and he yeah. turns and looks at me as in a way that that it makes it obvious that he's joking mm-hmm. uh since like like i guess it's going to be you in a way like in a joking way and everybody start busting out laughing and uh-huh. and i say some oh you made a joke you 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 made the homosexual you you brought the homosexual idea in so since you brought it in i'm going to take it to the home yeah you open the door yeah you open the door yeah and so I say mm-hmm. something slick about, well, I ain't got no pussy to give, but, I, but I'll suck that dick. And I made—they were already <laughs> laughing at him being silly. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. me saying that, they just go up to the next like, level. Oh, ah, yeah. laughing and joking and joking.
2: Yeah. Me
0: saying yeah. that opened up the door for the idea being in his head. I see. I see. And to this day, now this we in high school. To this day, we me and him still friends. <laughs> to this day, he talks about that. Mm. He was like, I never had thought about it until you said it. And then I went home and jacked off to the idea you doing it. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and well, boom, you go. then I mess around okay. with you. And so I say all of that to say. It's so weird when people act like that people don't flip the script. Mm-hmm. that's why this conversation mm-hmm. with jason mm-hmm. lee was weird to me because
2: mm-hmm.
0: queer people only know if you are mess around if they ask right that's true that's <laughs> i only true. know if i shoot my shot now now if i shoot my shot and you say no and then i keep going then that gets creepy and predatory and that's weird and, right. and, and, and weird and disrespectful but asking ain't weird but, but asking no. ain't weird asking ain't disrespectful right. it's trying and see ain't disrespectful Because we know down low people exist. We know bi curious people exist. We know that there are people who may not have never thought about doing it before. But when they meet you and see your charisma and see your looks or whatever. Right. Bam. There you go. Mm -hmm. It -hmm. recently happened to me. I am totally never, ever, ever attracted to anybody that is like non-binary. Are you saying? Are you
1: saying like their gender non-conforming in terms of their gender expression? Yes. Or like, are you like just any saying, talking co- about their gender identity?
0: That's like how I was you saying. got that oh, okay. kind of androgynous vibe, the quote-unquote typical stereotypical non-binary look, I know that that's mm-hmm. not you. Know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah Everybody yeah. don't mm-hmm. have that look, but usually mm-hmm. anything that has that kind of in the middle situation, I'm really mm-hmm. attracted to people like that. Really? Yeah. That's not really yeah. my bad but baby recently <laughs> I met this person and yes. I am so attracted to them. Mm. And I had never mm. been attracted to somebody on this level. Like, oh my God, you are so everything. Like, oh my God, I can't yeah. believe it. And they are yeah. so not my type. Like everything about them <laughs> is not my type.
2: Yeah.
0: no. Nah, yeah. Like if, if they just stood there, the look, <laughs> yeah, to my typical type dark skin slim uh, tall, uh, uh. if they just stood there but everything else how mm-hmm. they express their gender how they dress how they talk everything else mm-hmm. is like uh, <laughs> to me but it's right, something right. about them and how their swag that, that is like oh my yes. god like it's just it's just magnetic and yeah. so and that's what i mean yeah. You don't, there are there, you don't know if you are that mm. person for somebody who is quote unquote straight. You don't know right. if you're right. that person. And even gay people, mm. yes, you could have been gay your whole life. And then bam, mm-hmm. you meet a guy, you you're a girl straight that's away. been gay your whole yeah. life and you meet a guy that's like, oh, you're not an asshole. You're not a, you're actually charming and I like you and you're attractive. So Oh, we might can mess around. Same mm-hmm. thing with gay men. Mm-hmm. You just never know. You just never know right. who could be that person because sexuality is fluid. It's just what it is. And y'all know that. Like in my brain I'm like y'all, y'all the one that ex that that st- always talk about down low people. Always talk yeah, about exactly
2: exactly. People messing exactly. around exactly.
0: on the low. Y'all exactly. like y'all love to yeah. talk about that. So y'all know that these people exist. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So why do you think a gay person shooting a shot right. for the first right. time ain't gonna happen? Because we don't know who mm-hmm. who ain't who won't get down and who won't who will not. <laughs> That's true. That's very that annoys true. me. <laughs> Does it annoy you, Diamond? It annoys me because I'm like, I turned a lot of niggas out. <laughs> <laughs> I had got a lot of first timers, my nigga that claim that they would never do that claim they would never do anything queer claim yeah, honey, yeah, they yeah. bobbing and weaving in the next two hours so i'd have had Whoop. so yeah. i had so many of that i'd have had and not just on no like straight dudes on some i'll meet a like this my homegirl i not want to say her name um my homegirl she's been gay all her life and all of a sudden she trying to have me <laughs> and she's been talking about how she don't like penis she don't like you know these things but it's mm. something about something about me that she likes but she is gay, so yeah and i get it <clears throat> but i also know that you is you like vaginas (laughs) and you have been because i've known you for years right right i know you don't like penis and i know you know i got a penis you've been very you've been very clear about that (laughs) you've been very clear about that but all of a sudden something is different you've been clear about that since we was in high school i'm the one who got you your first piece of pussy (laughs) (laughs) i'm the one who hooked it up
2: yeah yeah, but then
0: when we get in our 30s for some reason, you want to try to have me, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is what we talking. This is what I'm talking right. about. Right. You don't know when people, right. what's gonna happen with people and their sexualities.
1: That's that's true.
0: We don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. There's mm-hmm. a lot of shit that I didn't like that I wouldn't do. I remember back in the day, I used to be a touch me not when I was in mm-hmm. early high school. I didn't want mm-hmm. people to touch. Me. My goods, leave my goods alone. I'm, I'll do you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I ain't nowhere near that. That ain't my mystery (laughs) at all. I'm almost total opposite. You got to do that. You ain't even got to do nothing else. Uh, (laughs) So, everybody's sexuality is different. Everybody's what they're attracted Mm. to can change and shift and have some nuance. I just, I want people to understand that and grasp that.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: because it can evolve. It can evolve. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that's all I wanted to say. So, hashtag Marsha's Play is, and tell me about your experience with, you know, people messing around for the first time, <laughs> people mm-hmm. exploring mm-hmm. their sexualities with you. Mm-hmm. Interesting stories about you turning motherfuckers out. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Marsha's Play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you been watching what is this called the Queens of R&B at all?
0: The Queens of R&B, oh with um Escape and SWV. Escape and
1: SWV.
0: No, I have not been watching it but I have been watching <laughs> their responses to different episodes. <laughs> Like yeah, they're, they've been going been watching, on live and going on. <laughs> yes. You can make it TikToks and yeah. doing all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah I have been yeah. watching the response to the show, not the um actual show.
1: So, okay. So, apparently, on one episode, we're well not one episode, but there's a big thing that happened about them doing a tour together and they were kind of figuring out who is going to uh first of all the show's on bravo swv is called swv and escape the queens of Mm r&b it is a mona scott young production that is not surprising (laughs) (laughs) that's all you know what i'm saying but um so they talked about going on tour and they had this episode and it was just like you know, kind of went back and forth about, well, SWV has more record sales, but Escape is like, but we, when we tour, you know, we have a following because we're like touring regularly, more, you know, more regularly. Um, But it was kind of unclear, but I know you're into the music industry and things. And so I wanted to get your thoughts on this, like, who should? Headline, you know what I mean? Like SWV is like, you know, we are SWB. We should close the show because we have sold more records. People know who we are. You know, we're on a different. They are on a different status. I feel like than Escape, but it, it, you know, Candy got brought us some things too. They brought us some things on the show. Like, well, look, we're already on tour. We already have a certain booking situation. We already, you know, we don't want to bring the 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 um. The, our value down in terms of like like what we ask for when we go on tour um, by not being the headliner like that's gonna f- fuck our our shit moving forward um, on the business end of things so it's just interesting because I you know I've seen a lot of debates on social media about who should headline a lot of it's not about business it's been about SWV sophomore records or Escape is on tour and got the fan base. But, what are your thoughts? Because I like both groups, and I'm not actually I think on a business end, I'm kind of like, I guess Escape should I don't know is it the tours of the show? I think if it was a show, you know, like do you think it would be different if it was like one show and they could co-headline versus like a tour? You
0: know what I mean i f- I feel like this is an ego thing. Okay. I feel like okay. both of them make very, very good points, so SWV okay. has more record sales and more hits.
2: Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm.
0: escape Mm -hmm. right now you know yeah they're on tour yeah they're doing those things but winning the kind of lady of soul awards and those kind of situations which was a great performance though yes it was was a great great performance performance. the microphones were on it was a good time but (laughs) also candy and tiny coming on the show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as reality tv stars from yeah. two successful reality Frantises, TV shows, yeah. Candy yeah. coming in with Bravo, the Bravo audience, the you get what I'm saying. She's yeah, because this show is a, on
1: Bravo. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. She's
0: coming in yeah. with these connections. It, the sh- SWB with SWV would not be on this show if it wasn't for Candy, Candy. and them being a part of it like they right, come in, she they're got coming the with because yeah because right. they already right. she's already a juggernaut in the house i didn't even even think about
1: it that way yeah.
0: that so she her market value is much different than yours even though you sold these records mm-hmm. so coming together mm-hmm. both of y'all are mm-hmm. bringing something to the table that has value right. both of y'all are bringing something to the table so i can understand why both of them are like yo we bring in we bring this and we bring this and da 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 da. So it would mm-hmm. make me feel like it should be easier to co-headline, but I can see if they if they're charging something very drastically different, mm-hmm. then that mm-hmm. makes total sense. Mm-hmm. If I'm charging this amount, like yo, if I if I got a twenty thousand um, dollar speakers fee, and you got a seven thousand dollar speakers fee. <laughs> and we right. come together and we're doing mm-hmm. this book tour <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: you got yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I i mean is, is there also like a thing with you know whoever closes the show automatically like that's going to impact like you headlining or not regardless of the money piece too there's like it doesn't that impact in the industry kind of thing too
0: i don't know if that's current but i remember that's why um anita baker and luther vandross had their beef Oh really? Yeah. Overheadliner. Um, it's it's two things that happened. Um, she in in Luther Vandross' book, she was supposed to perform with him on one of the Grammy year. One, of, it was a Grammy time, and so she was supposed okay. to perform with him at the Grammys. And yeah. so they went. He came. She came to his house, and they practiced this particular song and ar- arranged it, and was supposed to sing it together. Yeah. And the night of. Anita, Anita had one Grammy. So she was a Grammy darling right. at the time. She was a new okay. Grammy winner and you know, okay. Luther hadn't, hadn't won
2: okay. any Grammys. Okay.
0: And so, so she had won at the time, but Luther had been around and he, he had, you know, he had, he been had for um, a long time. yeah, and, but he had been nominated a bunch of times, but not one. And she had okay. one. And I'm so, sure this Uh she's a new artist winning and and doing her thing and so instead of her singing the song with him at the grammys she totally cut the number she totally cut the number it did a whole different song (laughs) And, and so now luther luther is not performing on the grammys at all damn and so because she was the hot new gig she was able to do it right 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 but how that came along i don't know anita's um because i haven't read a book from anita does she even have a book i don't know anyway i don't know know anita's version of it but in luther's book that's what he he talks about and then he says okay well he tries he he was pissed off about it but then he tried to get over it and he was like Mm -hmm. okay everybody was negotiating them going on tour together and so on tour go ahead no 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 on tour Luther puts out this statement in the newspaper that he is headlining and she is opening up for him. Oh, <laughs> OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. And their response was, uh, no, <laughs> <Anita> <laughs> says, no, yeah. this is not yeah. the case. We're yeah. not yeah. doing this. That We're not opening up for Luther. <laughs> we are co-headlining this yeah. event. And Luther was like no you're damn sure opening up for me and I am the
2: headliner yeah. Yeah. and
0: for yeah. that for those moments that headlining <laughs> battle and not being able to co-co-do it is mm-hmm. what why they have been beefing for years and never got wow. along okay and so wow. um, That's deep. yeah so that headline thing I don't know how it is now but Mm, it was mm. just like the marquee who name is on the marquee right i mean when you were just saying like they were negotiating
1: it you know the way that it got well the clips that i saw it was like i think it might have been taj was like oh yeah what do y'all think about doing this thing this tour it wasn't like the managers or the you know what i'm saying so it was just like huh that's interesting (laughs) what you know so yeah but i know yeah i know that the x i do know xk's point was like on the business end nah fam. <laughs> and, and swb's like i mean i think it, i think it'd be dope if they did like a show together
2: mm. but a tour
1: is very different i guess than doing a whole show to so doing like one show like an exception to whatever your regular touring shit is
0: you know mm. but i still i can't i don't see how that would solve the issue of our be different. Mm-hmm, mm, mm. Or just our feet. The fee, I don't care about the headline. I feel like that mm, is that's like easy. Just, yeah. But the coin might be different. Like
2: mm, you take mm. this amount
0: of coin, and I'm taking this. Uh, it's just a whole different thing. Mm, and so mm. that makes a difference in how we're splitting it up because we also got four members and your ass got three. They don't got
1: four members.
0: <laughs> oh, Tasha ain't on there no
1: more. No, she's on there. Side note, I didn't want to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it anyway and get your thoughts, too, because I didn't want to talk about Latasha's situation, but like apparently she and her husband stole $30,000 from her sister. From Tamika. From Tamika, right? And what I caught in the clip was her saying, it coming up and her mom being in the room and being like, oh, turn the cameras on. (laughs) Like, it was fucked up. I think her mom, her her and her mom and her husband stole this money from tamika which
0: is wild well tamika said on her channel like in response to the show coming out mm-hmm. tamika said that the, the 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 um the money the checks mm. were yeah. forged and signed to signed by um and deposited in the husband's account wow but she did say she's paying taxes on it.
2: She paid so, taxes
1: on this money on this fake check. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah was like,
2: oh. it,
1: it, it was clearly like her mom clearly favors Latasha too. And that was kind of weird to see um, that dynamic of just like I think I saw in some of the responses, response video from Tamika, and she was just like, look, I try to put myself in the back. I try to do da. you know. Um, but her but her and her mom kind of teaming up being like it, i don't know it's it kind of disappointing i don't know did you see any of that stuff that
0: I, I seen watching? that but i was more interested in the the vocal side because <laughs> you know i'm Not a sure. singer mm-hmm. so i like to hear yeah. the singing part yeah, yeah. and yeah. i watched this video with candy where candy made some valid ass damn points but candy was like you talk crazy about my singing everybody talk got something to say about my singing but uh-huh. you of all people should not be talking crazy about my singing because every hit, the most successful hits that you have, I'm on mm-hmm. them singing. What are you talking about? To Latasha? To Latasha. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. I guess Latasha has said made a something about some little sly comment in a comment in an interview about Candy singing, and everybody uh-huh. have been go- these little clips mm-hmm. have been of, of Candy singing bad have been going oh, viral yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Cool, Mm. but Kenny said, you know, everybody else can make all jokes about my voice, but you bitch, you you can't make no slick ass jokes because it's a couple of reasons. You've been doing the same run since the 90s. You've been doing the same runs that you've been doing. You ain't switch it up. Oh, she called her out on the road. She called her out on the road. Yeah, she was like that part and every hit you got, you've had a failed solo career. You haven't had successful hits every hit you got has my voice leading on it too. your biggest hits yeah so you of all people can't talk about my voice because every hit you got got me on it and i was like look i don't like candy voice (laughs) but she telling the truth yo (laughs)
2: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah latasha i feel like latasha because she was the more agile typical kind of singer when they were younger she was the one who had the you know who could do the higher um Mm -hmm. the climax part of the song and right you know those kind of things and do you know do the cute little runs that was cute in the 90s because she was that person in the group she didn't need to grow she didn't need to get better she didn't need to do anything else so she got stuck in this level of singing and so yeah. now that we're in the era now where we're exposed to so many amazing singers, well, from yeah. the internet and da 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 da. Right. Your voice isn't exceptional, like exceptional. It's not exceptional at, in the at all. Like, yeah. No, nah, so, you're right.
1: You're right. Actually, uh, on the performance they did on uh, for the Lady of Soul. It was for me. It was Tamika. I was like, damn, Tamika, your voice is. I've always liked
2: Tamika's
0: voice better. Right.
1: Yeah. Because it's just it's it's you know you you got Tiny's
0: voice, which is how would you describe Tiny's voice? I like Tiny's voice too. I like. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, they they all all got got there. Yeah. Because like Tamika, is kind of
1: eat without each one of them. Right. Her voice is very like sweet and clear.
0: Yes. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Really bright. Really Mm -hmm. bright soprano. Mm -hmm. No. Mm the um singing voice and the thing mm-hmm. about it is what that what which i don't understand why they don't understand this <laughs> you don't have an escape without one of if you take one of y'all mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. candy you mm-hmm. can't do nothing by yourself child you right, can you right. can be a writer and do all that shit but your mm-hmm. voice ain't hitting on nothing but sh- but she but candy's very clear that she i mean it's clear that candy knows that yeah
1: she's staying in her fucking lane <laughs> like yes.
0: can't stay in her goddamn <laughs> Girl, I seen some solo songs with you. I didn't live for them. Yeah, I like yeah. the fact that Candy come in with her deep little rasp. Then you mm-hmm. close it out. Like it's like yeah. that's what happened. It's I mean, like, it's like involved. Candy got
1: Candy got the range too because you know she had that high note and understanding. You know, but yet, yeah, you know. I mean, that's kind of range. You know, yeah. even though she don't be doing all the stuff. It's not as exciting as Latasha's you know, voice. People can pop up, you know, because she be like, every man. She can go from every man. Those are yeah. <laughs> she da-da-da. got that
0: low raspy. It's <laughs> yeah. like Invoke. In, Vogue. Yeah. in Vogue. Yeah. What the reason why I love Invoke because Cindy Carrie Terry can sing. yes, yes, um, yes. Maxine, Maxine can sing, Don can sing, and, and they had um, different vibe that they could do that they worked better. It just yeah. it's what it yeah. was. And yeah. so yeah. I'm not gonna listen to them by themselves. Now I did like mm-hmm. um, Terry Ellis' song with the first song um mm-hmm. that she had. I love that one. But um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I like invoke together, it's just some groups mm-hmm. that I don't see without each yeah. other. I it mean, ain't like a, a, a destiny child it. where you could see Beyonce by herself.
1: I mean that's the difference between I feel like with SW that's a difference with SWV too, right? It's like Taj, I mean not Taj, um it's Coco. Not Taj, Coco. You know, Coco has some successful hits.
0: Yes. you, artist. Like you can She can easily she see can, Coco go solo. She
1: can sing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And she come from a singing family. You know, so um and who the lead singer was yeah.
0: not in question in right, in right, SWV. Right,
2: right, right. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm, there
0: was mm-hmm. the, there were some parts in I don't even remember. I don't know too many songs where other people sang the lead on SWV. Mm-hmm. I don't know no mm-hmm. song Coco was the lead singer and it was yeah weird. I seen Taj yeah. do a little bit on what on a couple of songs i seen them do a little bit but mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. knew Coco mm-hmm. was the singer of this group mm-hmm. and so Coco her going so solo was obvious so yeah
1: yeah I mean when um when they sang I'm gonna say oh when they sang tonight mm-hmm. on the uh when they got the Lady of Soul award and you saw Latasha do that run at the end. <laughs> and then yeah. Tamika looked over her and just shook her head like, girl, you're doing too much. Because like, it was kind of a lot. But I think it is like that on the album, though, at the end. But it was a lot. You're right. Because the runs, it's like, where are you running? Like, like yeah, Where are you going? <laughs> it's 2023. Like, Excuse me, 2023. I want yeah, to was... age myself. It's 2023, not 2023. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just, so, yeah, I, what you, yeah. I just feel like I wish they would get it together or maybe they'll get it together and already and I figured it out and they just doing this for the drama of the show. This is show. a reality show and That's they're true. just doing it to drag out the drama.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it, I totally understand when it comes to the business side, I totally understand everybody's argument, um, yeah. when it comes to especially when candy and tiny be like we're bringing a whole different market value we're bringing a whole different that's true Ooh, yeah that's legit right. that 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 <laughs> has value that's coming
1: yeah yeah so, and they have been touring too so it's not like they haven't been touring right like they got an audience guaranteed right. too built in because they got a whole ass show with like lights and shit, you know and they've been touring without latasha and they still sound good I mean, it's it's not the same without her,
0: though. Yeah, I think Tamika
1: is singing her
0: parts. Yeah, it's like you you need all of y'all to give escape, y'all. You need all of y'all, and and mm, once y'all, I know mm, you're trying to do mm. this go solo solo album, and that's cute, girl. But I I mean, gospel app go solo gospel. But the last time you tried to go solo didn't work out for you either.
1: Yeah, and no, it's weird because y'all we too on you old. Let's to.
0: just stick to what works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's basically it. Seems like what SWV, like how like what they have said because they're a little bit older too. So it's like you see this dynamic of them being like, "Listen, we've had our drama. We just here to like work and go on." <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we don't need all that. But yeah. um, all right, y'all, are y'all watching this show? Are y'all watching? I forgot the name of the show. Queens of R&B. Queens of R&B. Because it's been so many shows. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, R&B Divas. But are y'all watching Queens and R&B? Let us know what you think. Do you think Escape should headline the situation? Do you think SWV should headline the situation? Do you think they're doing too much? Do you think like Diamond, this is just a promotional situation and they're all going to figure it out and get it together in the end? Um, Yeah, hit us up. Hashtag Split.
0: Gimme, give gimme, give gimme give euphoria More than peace of mind gets the joy in space to change So, Jay, what has been bringing you euphoria this week? My niece had
1: a
2: baby. Who?
1: One of my nieces.
0: And it's bringing me so
1: much euphoria because I know it's bringing her euphoria. The baby is cute. And my brother was there when she gave birth. And he just... Is like glowing, and that's Ah, bringing me euphoria to see not just you know not just my niece and the baby, but my brother. Like my brother took this picture, and I was just like, just wanted to melt, you know, because he just you could just see how happy and proud, you know, what I'm saying, he was. um, And I don't think he's ever seen a baby be born either, so like Mm -hmm. he was there, you know. Um, So that's bringing me a lot of euphoria this week. Mm. You know, it's a new baby out here in the world my niece is a new parent. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, my brother always already has other grandchildren. So he got a new grandchild. Um, yeah. So that's bringing me euphoria this week. I'm super excited for her and super oh, that's dope. happy for them. Happy for my family. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a yeah. baby in the mix.
0: New generation.
1: Mm-hmm. How about yourself? What's bringing you euphoria this week?
0: Uh this week I have finally got a chance to sit down and watch interview with a vampire the series
1: oh okay okay okay
0: and it is so good it is so nuanced and good that's that's ann rice interview with Ann rice yeah it is Mm -hmm. her book and they're they're going a little bit more along with the book and you know they're queer on the show there there's a lot of um race stuff there's a lot of yeah good acting there's a lot of intimacy you know nuance and intimacy when it comes to the relationship between him and claudia which is you know remember in in the movie he turned a little girl um kirsten dunce have you ever seen the movie
2: uh-uh.
0: Uh-uh. okay so in the uh, in the movie with brad pitt and um tom cruise brad pitt turns um a little girl she's about to die and he feels sorry for her uh, but it's really for himself so he can have a little doll so he can have a little companion but um he turns her and the actress who play her at the at, on the movie is kirsten dunce he one turns her, he, he turns her to a vampire Oh okay okay. okay. He turns her. You're like this interview (laughs) with a
1: vampire, homie. Turns into a vampire. Yeah,
0: he turns her to a vampire, (laughs) and she. But she's still young, so she doesn't ever age. Oh okay. And so she, so she's in her mind getting older, but in her physicality, she's still a little kid, and so she wants to be a woman. She was like, I want to be in love and have sex and be, you know, and right, right, have a womanly body but i'm a little girl and i'm gonna forever be a little girl i'm tired of people thinking of me like a little girl and she 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 goes through this thing but also so that's one element but also she is a kid with this monstrous power and this monstrous thirst okay and so that that nuance of imagine a child Mm. had that kind of power that the (laughs) power of being a vampire we know how kids are greedy and kids are don't have any self-control and you know mm-hmm. and so she's a little kid with this like a little kid so they'll come home and she done killed the fucking piano player oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know they done hired a piano player to teach her how to play and honey he, yeah, dead, he said I'm, cause I'm over it because she done killed him and so Damn. that kind of nuance which is cute so they explore in the new one So that's Mm. the old one in the new one they explored that with a little bit more finesse and depth and and um difference and yeah that the that's cool the the elements of the show has been really really um fulfilling i guess i i could say that because i was this is one of my that's one of my favorite movies i love interview Hmm. with a vampire and so Um, one of the I've stars of the man. show is yeah. Gray Worm from Game of Thrones. Do you remember Game? Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Nah, that's not I mean, I'm an
1: analog girl in a digital world. I'm just
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so game of here. one fuck of the characters fuck, in Game of Thrones is Grey Worm. I don't remember mm-hmm. his his real real life name, but Grey oh, okay. Worm. He okay, plays gotcha. the black dude who's the main character of okay. the show. And um and just seeing I him act and see face him face in something though. else.
1: I've seen Feast of Saints.
0: But, I don't know uh, what that's that.
1: That's an Ann Rice uh novel that turned into the movie. It was like all the light skinned actors were in it. It was supposed to be in New Orleans, so it's like uh Jasmine oh, Guy, loved... Ed, Jennifer Beals, Earth the Kid, Pam Greer, Robert Richard, um oh, never all heard of it. them. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting that was my introduction to Ann Rice was Feast of Saints the movie. But
0: Oh, she I must love New Orleans to... culture because she all her books are set there. Mm. Um, Okay, but yeah this was just one of the things that I have been enjoying this week and yeah that's what's been bringing me euphoria
1: come on binge watching
0: (laughs) binge watching I'm (laughs) on episode six now I'm ready for the new the new season (laughs) Uh, where now where are you watching it on um for the free.com on the you know one of the Mm -hmm. piracy links (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. one of the reasons why i had not watched it was because it was on some streaming service that i didn't have so i was like uh, uh-uh, i'm not oh, paying for no streaming service. service yeah i know that and so i got a free yeah. list somebody sent me the free link to watch it so i've been binging mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting it in getting it in but that's yeah, so that's man. what's been bringing me euphoria. <laughs> so y'all tell watching me watching it for free, watching it—that's uh, that's the real tea. That brings you euphoria, free.com. Okay, okay. So okay. free ninety nine. <laughs> <know> that's right. <laughs> so what's been bringing y'all euphoria? Let us yeah. know. Hashtag Marsha's Play, yeah. and we'll see y'all oh. later. I
1: right, peace you Bye, y'all. <laughs> all right well that's
0: it thank you for coming and getting a taste of marsha's plate you can listen to us on itunes and soundcloud make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars y'all
1: and go like our facebook page and leave some comments we'll be posting exclusive content every thursday so you definitely don't want to miss out
2: you can also follow us on twitter and any other social media site at marsha's plate if you like to donate or
0: advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, me? Yeah?
2: Oh, bye, y'all!
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright.
2: Oh all right. don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> <laughs>